Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Melman Podcast. My name is Zach Marzo. David Melman. David Melman is here, as usual. Very excited this morning. We have Joel and Todd from Mike Moon Studio. Um, I'm going to let them explain, obviously, you know, what, what they do, what they do best. Um, but it is about weddings, the big wedding, wedding season, photography, videography. Their videos are super awesome. Um, but, you know, I, wanna, I want you guys to introduce yourself, kick it off. Tell us, you know, who, who, who is Mike Moon or what yeah. is Mike Moon? You know, who you guys are and what, what you guys do. I think uh, I'm excited. Yeah, well, thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well, um, I, you know, I'll jump in with the, uh, the origin story because I was sure, coming man. in from the beginning. And so, um, but yeah, Mike Moon Studio, it all started kind of as an idea um, years ago. I, I've always been in business. I've always had small businesses. Just love business. Sure. Absolutely love business. And um, also kind of, uh, kind of in college, I did, you know, building sets in the theater, things like that. So business mind, but I like the creative. And so I think in the back of my mind, I had always been looking for something that was more in the creative field that I could get into and, and do something with. And so um, kind of circling back, I got married myself about, uh, I don't know, 13 years ago or so now. Sure. And we had a lot of problems with my wedding. Um, uh, photo particularly, um, you know, just like, for instance, it took me seven months to get my photos back after the wedding. Yeah. Um, and so, and I started looking at the wedding industry as a whole, and I really liked the industry. And what I saw was there were so many photographers out there mm -hmm. that all worked right by themselves. And, you know, you've got two or three national brands that kind of do it, but, uh, but, vast majority in the industry working right by themselves. Uh, they're, they're doing everything from bookkeeping to, yeah, to the whole editing the weddings, shooting the weddings, kind of doing all of it. And I said, you know what? That's not really what they're good at. It's, I see that so much in small business where you've got an entrepreneur that they're really good at plumbing or they're really good at cooking food or mm -hmm. they're good at this or that. But they're not great at running a business, mm -hmm. and sure. so you see in the in kind of the artist world they struggle a lot because sure. they're they're artists, they're creative, they're mm -hmm. you know they they miss that side. So I said, you know what, if we came in and we built a structure for the artist so that the things that they do struggle with a little bit more, like the marketing and uh, doing the taxes and you know just all those things that go along with with everyday business, um, we could take care of some of that. And kind of going back to the. Uh, you know, it taking seven months for me to get my photos back. Mm -hmm. It's just because they're all working by themselves and they get overwhelmed and behind. And so we came in, we put a structure in place and started growing it. So how the company actually started, I actually met a guy named Mike Moon nice. um, when I was first looking into this. And uh, he was one of those small photographers that kind of, uh, you know, he shot so many weddings a year, had another job on the side, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And... I just came in and rolled up my sleeves, and in five years, I uh, actually bought Mike out in 2017. So you ask, uh, who is Mike? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was the original partner. Nice. Okay. Um, but then Todd came in uh, before he fully got out, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just kind of went from there. Todd, when did you become a partner? Um, I became a partner um, about two and a half years ago. I, I actually... Uh, yeah, I, I bought a portion of uh, his shares too, and then cool. uh, Joel bought out the rest of them. Uh, was it 2017? Mm -hmm. um, and it's been the two of us for the last two and a half years or so, two and a half, three years. Sure. Um, and a lot's changed in that time. And sure. 
Um, but yeah, That's yeah, I'd, I'd say in a um, in a six year span or a five year span, we went from your your typical individual photographer to what are we shooting now, Todd? 350 events a year? Yeah, we shoot about 350 that? events between... Wow. That's insane. You know, yeah. two, two in a day sometimes, right? Uh, uh, for those numbers? Up to between seven and ten on a day Jeez. sometimes. So Killer. Wow. Um, it just depends on time of year, mm-hmm. uh, is it wedding season, things like that. Uh, during the off season, occasionally we'll do some corporate events. Sometimes we'll do some commercial work. Um, but 99.8% mm-hmm. of our business is the wedding industry. So you're sure. looking at engagement seasons during... Uh, engagement sessions during certain parts of the year, weddings during others, mm-hmm. um, and then it's pretty much always booking season. So, mm-hmm. and what were you always guys? What was Mike season. doing before? I mean, before you jumped in and put your hands in there. So before it was uh, it was your typical uh, individual photographer. Okay. Uh, you know, I, it, a little north of twenty weddings a year, something like okay. that, and just you know, just. Uh, he, he ran a commercial studio at the time and did this, and so it was it was pretty much your typical studio. So, sure, I, you know, my my whole thought was if we if we basically found a way to you know, like any in any business, what you're wanting is consistency. What right. you're wanting is to be oh, able yeah. to give the same product over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of our whole thing that developed was. Uh, a lighting style. Um, we call it moonlight. Uh, it's basically really good off-camera flash, and it, but it's more than that. It's the way that it's done and how it's done. Mm-hmm. And so what happens with our shooters is when they come on board, they've been typically shooting weddings for years already, and then we take about six to eight months to dial them into that specific look and style and feel. Right. And then they become one of our primary shooters. So, you know, as a client, when you come in... You you're assigned to a photographer. You have a relationship. It's just like going out and booking an individual. Right. The right, only difference right. is, if something happens, if you know, I mean, what what's every bride's biggest fear about the photographer on the wedding day? What if they don't show up? Correct. Yeah. You know, and you've only got one. So the way we do it, we have backups in place mm-hmm. where even if let's say Amreen or Peter's shooting the wedding, and Peter's at the park two days before and trips and springs his ankle, we can jump in. But hopefully they shooter, still shoot with a sprained ankle, but if he breaks right. his leg, right. <laughs> yeah. then you get him a scooter. Yeah, a sprained ankle, that's not much, but, <laughs> but in the event. Exactly. Severe sprain. Better. So, so with that, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a game plan per the bride and groom of where they want to direct the photography more or less, or do you guys kind of navigate that? Because what if there's a game plan lined up for this photographer, they've planned it, focused X amount on the children and us and blah, blah, blah. What if... Is that person going to pick up the game plan and run with it? Absolutely. Todd, I'll let you take yeah. it. Yeah, so um, it, it all comes down to consistency, consistency sure. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it goes back to, you know, when Joel came in talking about it, and I'll, I'll answer your question, it's kind of a lead up to it. But mm-hmm. um, even when the photographers are good at everything, it's just like they may not be passionate about all aspects of it. Right. So it, fall, it slips through the cracks. They're not taking, you know, certain notes. They're not getting in contact with people. So we have a process for everything we do mm-hmm. um, from the time we, you know, the lead comes in to the time, how long it takes us to contact them to the consultation. Um, our photographer, we, we generally pitch a photographer and after they're booked, the photographer will do an initial call, introduce themselves. They get to know that photographer. Um, and that's the person they'll be in contact with over the next year. Cool. Um, and they're, the photographer is taking notes in the background. They're, figuring out who they are as a person, Mm -hmm. uh, dislikes, what they're looking for in the wedding. And then um, about a week, two weeks, three weeks before the wedding, they're doing 
the final consultation. So they're looking at timeline, uh, the shot lists, uh, Pinterest, brides love putting together uh, shots that they want on Pinterest. Oh, yeah. So we get those lists. Um, we finalize that timeline because a lot of times coordinators will put together a timeline, a typical timeline, and nine times out of ten it works. Uh, but occasionally a bride will want something that we need to move something around. Sure. And that's where the photographer will come in and say, like, I think we're going to need an extra 30 minutes here. Mm-hmm. We're taking those notes. Those notes come into our studio. Um, so we're, again, documentation everywhere. Mm-hmm. So in the event that Peter does sprain his ankle, break his leg, or whatever, um, we have all those notes. We can pick up right where they left off. Um, and it's it's one of those things that you just don't. As Joel would say, it's that peace of mind that you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prime example actually happened to me um, when I, I first <laughs> when I first came into the studio. Um, it's one of those things you hear the pitch. It's just like everyone shoots the same look, style, and feel. We've got backups, and I remember coming in, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's a little gimmicky, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But then it happened to me uh, because I was shooting a wedding. Uh, it's about four and a half years ago now. And I had bronchitis. Uh, the doctor gave me a steroid and something else, and my body just didn't react to it very well. Mm-hmm. My pulse ox dropped to like 72%. Jeez. I was losing gaps of time. I remember uh, we had a photographer, Justin, at the time. And I went up to him, and I said, like, hey, man, let me know when we have 10 or 15 minutes. I was shooting video. I need to go mic up the groom and the officiant. And he thought I was messing with him, and he's just like, oh, it's fine, fine. <laughs> and then five more minutes go on, and I'm going, and I'm like, no, really, I'm going to need about 10 minutes uh, just to be safe. He's like, dude, we shot the ceremony like 30 minutes ago. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> and, and, um, and then I started freaking out, and sure enough, I had mics on the, uh, the groom and the officiant. I don't remember shooting the ceremony at all. Wow. And I called Joel, and I remember I was, I was crying. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I mean, right, right. you're terrified, not yeah, knowing. Man. You can't rewind that day. <laughs> you can't rewind you it. You can't, and, right? I was terrified not only for the couple because I wasn't sure if I shot it, if I was recording, if right. anything, but also I was just terrified because I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sure. like blacking out Please. in the middle of the day for no reason. Right. Um, and Joel basically <laughs> hung up on me. He said, give me five seconds. <laughs> and he hung up on me, and within 30 minutes, we had another videographer there to relieve me. I did record. We did get the audio. Sure. But it was one of those. Yeah. And it wasn't until about an hour after I left that the couple uh, said, like, where's Todd? We haven't seen Todd since the ceremony. Uh, and Don't you, worry. <laughs> don't worry. He's at the hospital. He's, he's <laughs> in the ER. He's totally fine. Um, and when we edited it all together, because we all do shoot the same look, style, and feel, you had no idea that a shooter went to the emergency room yeah, right in the crazy. middle of it. It just it just flowed perfectly. And that's when I was officially sold. I'm like, this is something really special. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I became fully vested, at least mentally at that point, mm-hmm. where I'm just like, okay, this is special. We're going to do big things here. Um, and it completely changed my mindset about what those things that Mike Moon Studio promises. And that's all, you know, that's part of our pitch. It's just like... A lot of people talk about their style. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel, when he does consultations, he rarely talks about the style. Like if you watch, we have a video on our website that Joel goes in length in about mm-hmm. what's special about us. He doesn't talk about the style because if you're there, you already like the style. We talk about those uh, tangible things that make us different. Um, and we basically head on the fears. We hit those fears that most brides have head on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't even waste time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and by acknowledging those fears you can kind of alleviate some of those pressure points those anxieties of the wedding day Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't even think about those things like i didn't even think about a photographer not showing up Mm -hmm. or i didn't even think about photos taking Mm -hmm. seven Mm -hmm. months 
Um, and and Joel just heads, hits yeah, that head true. on. You're anticipating your client's needs mm-hmm. before, yep. yeah, before they even offense ask. versus defense. Mm-hmm. We tell that to our team all the time, offense versus defense. Don't let the client ask you a question. When you know they're going to ask you, ask them or engage mm-hmm. with them to potentially dissolve a bad situation and you know, you're make sure the client knows you're aware of it. Doesn't Absolutely. mean you have to think negative. Absolutely. You're aware of it, right? There's an art between communicating to where you're aware of it versus them thinking you're a negative Nancy, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you can alleviate that from their mind and then show all this kind of, you know, forwardness to show how active and uh, prepared you guys are, it's a game changer. Because most people think, I think uh, businesses, it, businessmen, women, or um, artists, it's hard to have both. And you're in the beginning, you described both. And it's hard to have both in any business, whether you're a doctor and a good businessman, a lawyer. No one's good at everything. It's hard, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can put two together and execute with structure, which seems like you guys have structure lined up to mm-hmm. the T, um, and that's why you win. You I mean yeah. from the twenty a year to three fifty? I'm sure, your mindset is to keep growing, but when the foundation is strong enough to support that growth, we're not overextended either. Then that maybe we we right. talked a little bit about this, Todd. Is the weddings specifically that's been like your niche for a while. Is that, are you guys sticking with that? Are you doing, you know, anything outside of that? I don't know if that's something you want to chat about. Yeah. Uh, so we've been doing weddings for a, a long time. I mm-hmm. mean, Mike Moon Studio has been around for a decade or so. Um, and we're getting into this place where um, over the last five years, uh, I'll, I have to take my hat off to Joel here because this is, Joel is an, an expert at identifying opportunity, identifying mm-hmm. weaknesses, um, and we have created a foundation really, really strong. And, um, you know, there's obviously things that every business will always have to improve on, but that's one of those, that's, that's his, that's his, that's his butter. Thing. And, and that's honestly, before we get into that, it's, it's, I think when you, especially when you're dealing with business partners, mm-hmm. it, it is a marriage right. and we, we are very similar in our goals, mm-hmm. uh, but we're very different in our approach. And uh, he is honestly more of the business side. I'm more of the artsy side. We both have aspects of both. Like when you talk about his college experience building sets, obviously very artsy guy. Mm -hmm. You know, we both started businesses when we were kids. Uh, So we both have those aspects. But um, when it comes to the partnership, it's staying in your lane. Mm -hmm. Um, And I respect what he does. He respects what I do. And we just kind of trust each other in that way. Um, And then... Now that we have a really, really solid foundation over the last five years that we've built together, um, now we're looking at, you know, we're listening to our couples on the things that they need or the Mm -hmm. things that they want. Sure. Um, And we have a great relationship with our couples. And one of the things that they ask about all the time is, you know, family sessions, uh, newborn sessions. Mm -hmm. It's it's the natural progression. You get married within, you know, five years, 10 years, you're having a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, And... um, we had a photographer, filmmaker, um, and she is a phenomenal newborn photographer. She's, uh, we've teamed up with a, a girl named Nikki Saladino. Cool. Um, and uh, she goes by Deborah Nicole. She's a, you know, she's known nationally now. Wow. Uh, as a newborn photographer, we've partnered with her. Cool. Um, very similar concept as Mike Moon Studio, but on the newborn right. side. Mm-hmm. Um, and her work is just absolutely beautiful. We're super, super excited. To do be they give with. you, a, do the, some photographers come in like big head, like, no, this is the better way. And then they're arguing with you guys about the look you want. Obviously there's no fit there, but I don't know how artists, I don't see them being, you know, super aggressive in that way, yeah. but I don't know, you know? Um, not really. No. Um, mainly because we have a standard. Right. Um, we, we know exactly uh, who we are. Mm-hmm. We know exactly what our product is. Um, and 
you know, it's it's nothing against other photographers, other right. filmmakers. It's just not your fit. Um, yeah, and that's totally okay. It's totally okay. Um, and we want to push people where they excel, and if they're not going right. to excel here, you know, we want what's best for them too. Um, we even have filmmakers now that we know long-term don't, you know, they want to go off and do bigger and better things, and that's fantastic when their times come. Right. You know, it comes. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, if somebody's coming in and they're fighting us on style, even yeah. if a couple comes in and say, you know, we sure. love your foundation, but we want to change the style. I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, there's a reason why we're so consistent. There's a reason why we do the things we do. There's a reason right. why we have a 14-day turnaround with photos. Right. Uh, there's a reason why we have backups, and it's because everything is so systematic, and we can just mm-hmm. do it time it works. and time again. Yeah, yeah. it works. So we don't sure. want to throw a wrench into the system. No, you know, it, it works, it works. I was going to say, uh, kind of to add to that, um, if they if, if the photographer makes it into the company, mm-hmm. they they have the right personality fit. Yeah. They, they're not the type that are going to fight the style very right. much. Sure. Um, what you run into more is natural their natural habits Mm -hmm. um if you don't we struggled with that a little bit in the very beginning where people will get onto the style and then their natural habits will slowly start taking Mm -hmm. back over and the way we dealt with that is more systems it's quality control Mm -hmm. it's you know even though todd no longer has to edit he still checks every single wedding that comes through the company and we have a plan to expand it beyond todd as we get bigger and Mm -hmm. so it's like one of those where we can identify the things that are getting off mm-hmm. way before sure. a couple could or anybody from the outside could. And we're constantly working with our photographers, constantly coaching, constantly providing uh, educational opportunities. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, the other cool thing about having a big team like that is the, the collaboration effort. The, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, you'll, you'll have a photographer that just tries something at a wedding and it's just magic. Yeah. And then not only do they have it, but it spreads through the entire company. And now all our couples get to experience this cool new technique or shot that mm-hmm. that we found. So you've nice. got that community aspect as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you guys are actively tweaking when needed oh. yeah, and adjusting always, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And, and, uh, we, and we embrace uh, our photographers' needs to be creative. So right. we have a baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we, that's where our consistency comes from. Where do you find the typical photographer? Instagram, <laughs> they reach out to you, friends. Yeah, it honestly, it comes yes. from all over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, comes from, it comes from all over. Sure. And, and we joke that it's kind of like the Harvard of wedding photography because yeah, it's man. extremely hard to become a photographer with us. Cool. You set the um, standard high, right? We do. We, mm-hmm. we probably get, you know, one, 200 applications every year to become a photographer. Sure. And it's lucky if one or two makes it through to become a primary um, because it's it's a process. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. starts the same way. It doesn't matter if you're a new photographer or an experienced wedding photographer for 15 years. You start off as an assistant. Um, it's, it's how they learn the workflow of how we work. It's huh. how we communicate with the coordinators because mm-hmm. we're all a team. A lot of photographers will go in and it's mm-hmm. it's about their timeline and their shots and um, you have to work with the venues. You have right. to work with the coordinators. It's res- mutual respect all around. It's how we communicate, how we yeah. work with our videographers. Um, and then they go from uh, that to training mm-hmm. with and becoming a second shooter. And then over a course of, you know, a period of time, mm-hmm. um, if they have all of the, the tangibles that we need from them, mm-hmm. uh, we can release them into becoming a primary. But there are basically three things that we require for them. And one, 
Uh, first and foremost, they have to be good people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's easy to fake being a good person sure. in an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to fake being a good person for eight months, <laughs> uh, especially sure. when you're going through the assistant process, the training process, second shooter, and then primary. Um, so first and foremost, good person. Second, um, you have to have a skill set. Yep. Um, we have a ton of talent, and we're right here next to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Tons of talent. So being a good person and talent are easy, but there's – the other uh, side of it is just being. Um, what's the term you like to use? Uh, um, it's it's basically take the ability to take charge yeah. in situations. Oh, so like, sure. um, so on the wedding day, um, I don't know if you've ever been to a wedding, and mm-hmm. and you're just you're sitting during cocktail hour after ceremony. And you're like, man, when are we gonna start? Like, I'm hungry. I want like let's get the the yeah. ball rolling. Sure. Nine times out of ten, that's the photographer's fault. Um, they just, they're not managing the timeline really well. Interesting. Um, so you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. Um, and a lot of that is not necessarily, it's the photographer's fault, but what's happening is people are excited. Mm-hmm. They're in cocktail hour. It's usually the bridal party. The men have been drinking a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they're a little all over the place. Sure. Um, and Never. you have to, yeah. <laughs> and you have to be able to wrangle them in. You've got to mm-hmm. be able to stand up on a chair and be like, guys, listen, put the beers down for five minutes. We're going to knock these pictures yeah. out and then we'll get you off to party all night. Right. But if you don't have that assertiveness, right. that's the word. If you, sure. <laughs> if you don't sure. have that assertiveness, uh, to take charge in those situations, right. um, then, the, the bridal party, the families, they'll just run all over you. That's and, right. Um, that's one of those things that you have to have. It's like the yeah, non-negotiable. That's and that's where a lot of our photographers that don't make it through, that's where it, it kind of crashes. Right there. Right there. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. You have artists, and then you have also being assertive. You know, that's a very unique person. David talks about this all the time, though. Like, somebody comes in, they've been, you know, with another firm for five years, and he's like, that's awesome, but mm-hmm. you've been with our system, you know, zero days. So, you, it's retraining them. Like you said, 15-year photographer, that's cool. We still start you at the bottom to know our system, and you go from there, you know, and that's why a lot of times we don't even look for other people maybe that necessarily have a ton of experience, if, depending on their role, obviously, you can't hire an inexperienced attorney, but right. somebody on the customer service side or whatever, good people, you know, reliable, all of that stuff. But then they have to start, everybody wants to come in and and be, uh, you know, next to the top in line. Like you have to uh, work, go through the work, ranks. You have to work you know, your way in. Regardless absolutely. of what your experience is. And follow the system. You know, we have systems in place every day to be successful. Um, if you think your idea will make it better, I'll always hear it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you also need to understand, if I hear it and I don't like it, don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. the key too. You know, it's, it's too much personal and emotional interaction when it comes to a business decision where it makes sense. If it makes sense, you could change everything in my office. I'm all for it. I don't want to be the only person thinking in there all the time. How much pressure is on your shoulders always being the one to innovate and think? Isn't it a breath of fresh air when somebody else is going to innovate? And bring ideas to you. I think it's one of the best feelings, even better than closing a deal or having a big account. When your team starts thinking for themselves, mm-hmm. and then you can think pretty much outside of what they're thinking of other things and to make growth. their life better mm-hmm. and growth more opportunity. You know, I, I that you know it's it's funny you bring that up. I, I think back to one of one of the moments that I knew that we were on to something and that this was becoming something different, and. I was actually on, I think I was, I think I went on a trip to Alaska. I was, I was on a cruise or something. I was out of town and I came back. I had cut my phone off for, I think, 15 days. Didn't answer it. Didn't, didn't even turn it on. Impressive. And I came back 
And not only was everything running, but we had made sales. We had, there was a customer complaint that had been completely dealt with that I didn't have to deal with when I got back. And it's that, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. You get to that point to where it's all good in theory, but then it starts to becoming reality. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, it's becoming a business. It's becoming this thing, this life of its own. And it's, and honestly, it's a lot about empowering your people. It is the right people. Mm -hmm. It's the right people because you need to make sure you're empowering the people that can handle it, mm -hmm. uh, not abuse it at times, you know, and that happens, you know. Um, I love people, don't get me mm -hmm. wrong, but everybody I meet, like, I got to know you first before I flow you. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody. I don't care if it's family or a distant cousin. means nothing to me. Mm -hmm. how, how are you? Are you a good person? Are you a good person? That's such a big question, right? You know, and... and and I find that no matter no matter how hard you work to make that happen, things are going to slip through. People are going to get through. Right. But that's where it comes back to the systems and the checks and balances and making sure that there's always a way. Human nature is always going to take over. Yeah. If you don't give somebody any kind of guidelines, any kind of supervision, it, it's going to continually go in a direction. It will. But as long as you have that stuff in place where, you know, it's it's just like we were talking about with the photographers and how occasionally one will start reverting in style a little bit. Right. And the reason that doesn't happen is because we see it on the very first wedding that it happens 2%, you know, and we're going, we have to fix this. Immediately. You know, see the pattern immediately. See Good. it. You have to, you, that, the whole key to business is being able to, not being in the dark, being mm -hmm. able to understand and see things from a distance and, and, and have things in place, uh, KPIs and things that, that really point out where you are all the time and will kind of let you know when something's off and you deal with it immediately because right. you, you stagnate, you're going to die. Eliminate you, you assumptions. Isn't it weird that there's so many absentee owners that rely on just management? Mm -hmm. How do you own a business and then you're that absentee, maybe checking in for two hours a week, unless your thing is flowing that smooth, I think, which well, is so rare. I, I think, uh, I think. See, I I think about it a little different. That's my sure. definition of a business. Uh -huh. uh, a business should run itself. Okay, now, there's got to be oversight. There's sure. got to be systems in place. Uh -huh. But if you have to be there more than two hours a week, you own a job, not Correct. a business. So you you're, know? you're stuck in there. You're not working. On it, you're working in it. Exactly. Correct. When when I sh you know when I show up to work, I show up to work on the business, mm -hmm. not in it anymore. It's you know um, marketing ways exactly. to get accounts right. Always having your finger on the pulse, but you know not yeah. necessarily. Which comes from structures and systems and the right people in place to make sure you can do that. Because what sometimes they don't realize is if you're that open, you mm -hmm. can just create more opportunity. And that's where, you know, you take your business to another level. That's generally where you get your best ideas, too, when you have that freedom of thought. Mm -hmm. And it's I, I didn't, it's one of those things where um, if you've ever worked in a corporate structure or even not, if you're just, just – it's one of those where if you're just an employee – I hate saying just an employee, but if you're an employee, sure. it's hard to – and you've never been in management, if you've never been in ownership uh, or just in entrepreneurship in general, most people don't understand – what that free time is and you're still working it's just working differently mm -hmm. um, so even though you're not punching in on a clock working your 40 hours i believe me there's 80 hours in that week that went into it and thought mm -hmm. yeah um, and it's just as exhausting so where a lot of people can check out at five mm -hmm. um we're up till 2 a.m trying to figure out 
where to take the business to the next level, how to problem solve, how to build stronger foundations. Um, and it's, it really is, it's a never ending. Do you guys have those meetings kind of like the, you know, I'm, I'm sure you do, but just wondering, um, you know, how frequently you guys are getting together, bouncing that off of each other, just kind of leadership meetings. Well, Joel and thing. I do it just about every day. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. We, whether it's, even if it's informal, a phone call, yeah. um, we're, we're always talking. Um, we're always right. in communication, mm-hmm. and, and unless we're obviously on vacation or something like that. But, yeah, sure. Um, but we're, we really are. We're kind of like family, um, mm-hmm. not just Joel and me, but like the people that work in our studio, even our photographers, we treat them like family. Sure. Um, but more importantly, we're a team. Um, you know, I guess you could say equal, equally as important because the way we kind of think about it is, you know, we're, we're, we play the A team. Um, we play the starters, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, if you fall back, we, we coach, we, we do all those things to get you back in the starting lineup, but it's, we, we all win when we're, when yeah. we're bringing it's a hard sink. conversation yeah. to have too, you know, hurting people's feelings, emotions come into play. People aren't just mm-hmm. robots, right? They get, you know, hurt, but I'm sure you're showing well, them. Well, the key of it is creating realistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Joel and I have had conversations with ourselves on how we're doing things. We're always coaching each other. We're always learning. We're always getting to a new level of success that we've never been at before. Um, and it's, it's new territory constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, even this year, because it's been so weird, it hasn't been as much of a growth year, but it's a new new way of navigating the space. And uh, still, <laughs> you still learned. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, just, you yes, know, yeah. I like the idea when you talked about empowering your team or at least empowering the right people. That's true. We want to empower the right people that are calling shots or making moves, but we also want to empower our people. We're huge on transparency. You know, we can't fix what we don't know. Mm-hmm. So we want people to be comfortable coming to us, talking with us. Um, if something went wrong on the wedding day, we want to know about it. Like after every wedding, we have this thing called a post-wedding form mm-hmm. where they can just kind of spill their guts on the day. It can be nothing but good. It can be mm-hmm. nothing but bad. It could be a little bit of both, but we know how the day went. They can call us directly. You know, it's it's just having that open forum where we can communicate. And that's, sure. that's honestly how we've built such a strong, Do you guys foundation. talk to them about that form or it's something you basically send them email, whatever. Hey, let mm-hmm. us know what your thoughts are. Yep. You so, know. so the way, so the way it works is generally after a wedding, they'll, they'll upload their wedding to us mm-hmm. through the cloud. And uh, that way our editing team can get to it. Um, and the, the form is just as important as the footage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like payment doesn't happen until that form is complete. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know that. Um, and that form has a lot of things. It lets us know how many files are on it. So we, we can match the cloud files to what they shot. So we're not missing anything. Right. Um, but it also, um, it lets us know if there's, they have to pay for parking, just little things. Sure. Um, and then there's a note section where they can talk about the day. Like, nice. um, cause occasionally we, Brides don't want an exit shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the editor's in there, like, oh, my God, where's the exit shot? Right. We can revert back to our notes and be like, okay, there wasn't an exit shot. Oh, or um, why aren't there formal bridal portraits? And the photographer can say, like, oh, well, the bride just wanted to rush into the ceremony or the reception. Right. They wanted to party. They didn't really care about the pictures. Um, so if, you know, the bride was drinking or they just wanted to party, we have those notes to revert back to. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We did do that. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. So... Uh, giving the team the imp- that empowerment that to feel like they have a voice and um, so yeah yeah for sure I mean it's a, like an assembly line kind of yeah you guys structured it in a way of here you got all the info the next person does their job but if some info is missing there it's gonna be really hard for that person to do their job fully um, and also maybe waste their time trying to put the pieces together if mm-hmm. it's sloppy 
Yep. So you expect it to be perfect on the front end, so it flows yep. through and, the whole system. And that's kind of, we put people in a position to win what they excel at. So like when we talk about like photographers um, doing everything when it comes to sales, marketing, all those consultations, and you talk about conversions, not all of them convert. So they're spending a lot of time trying to do that. So like with our sales team, that's all they do. They do sales. Um, with our editing team, that's all they do. With our photographers, they shoot. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and every part of the process is essential to the next part of the process. Right. Um, and I think that's also why uh, they excel because they know exactly what they have to do. It's like, I wouldn't say no more, no less, but um, they there's there's clear expectations of what's you know, expected from them. Correct. And they, and they excel in that. Correct. You have, exactly you have a sales team, for example, and at what point do you tweak it if you see something not working? I mean, at what point do you jump in when you're like, hey, you, something has not been converting for some? That is, that is one of the hardest ones. Um, but uh, again, it really comes down to, I've found in sales there's certain metrics that I can measure that kind of tell me, like one of the things is the length of the consultation. So we have ways to track in the sales team how long the salesperson was on the phone with each client. Right. And so it, inevitably, if I see that consultation time dropping below 30 minutes, I see a fade off in sales. You know, when mm-hmm. it's, when it's you know, 40, 50 minutes an hour, it's, you know, so when you, when you I, I think that's, that's how we win is we essentially we're constantly digging into the numbers, constantly looking at new ways to measure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like patterns. I really like numbers and patterns and, and some of it's just a gut feeling sometimes based on the numbers. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not like you pull it out of the air, but it's like something's happening here and look, this number changed a little bit and let's dig into that. Okay. Now I'm going to go and audit a few of those sales calls and see, hmm. you know, see what actually happened in them. And, you know, but again, it really all comes yeah. down to being able to track everything and track every. I mean, everything through the entire business. The more you can track, the more info you have, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the more you can, is power. the more you can head that stuff yeah. off. The easier it is to make decisions sometimes too, or at least there's an extra variable there to help you make the decision. Well, you, know? you hear the whole story then too. Absolutely. You, know, you hear the whole story. And our, our, call, our calls in our office are recorded, mm-hmm. things like that. I, I like to play back what happens you know, in a certain conversation. Because mm-hmm. um, then you hear the whole story, not just mm-hmm. part of it. You need both sides. Absolutely. You know, it's really important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Know? Let me ask you this question, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Just a business you know, thought. Um, you guys took over Mike Moon. You, you bought him out, correct? Mm-hmm. At that point, he's at... 20 maybe accounts a year seems like it's more of a hobby mm-hmm. it's not his full-time job right mm-hmm. why stick with the name well at the at the time i yeah. bought mike boone out um it was 2017 Got it. and we were doing probably uh i'd say 150 events a year then, something okay. like so that. you guys are rocking the rolling and so at that point we we did a we did an analysis on the numbers and it was just too expensive to change the name. Right. And right. so right. we just decided, you know what, we're Mike Moon Studio. And if we change mm-hmm. it to anything else, we love the idea that the company has that feel of an individual photographer. Mm-hmm. That's what we're always trying to portray. So I, I don't want to make us come off and sound like everything is calculated and sure. just numbers all the time. A lot of it is 
again, Todd and I have very different approaches. That's more my approach. Right. But he comes in and puts that human element on it and mm-hmm. makes sure that those clients have uh, an amazing experience that feels just like they went out and hired the best single individual photographer. Right. I like good. that. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's the whole idea is sure. even that experience is systemized, but it doesn't come across that way. Right. It's not like a script. It's not sure. like a, if that makes sense. Sure. It does make sense. Yeah. I, I was just curious. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes a hundred percent sense. I like the name too, to be honest. I mean, Mike mm-hmm. Moon is just a different name. And then you tie in kind of your Style. moonlight moon to that, which is awesome. And lighting is everything, right? I mean, even in our, this studio, so to speak, um, I know that the way that it's set up, you know, we have the cameras pointed at us. We're also pointing at a window. The lighting's not the best, like, and I'm, but I'm, I'm no expert either. The blinds help. But yeah, <laughs> they, they do for sure. But um, lighting is everything, right? I mean, when it comes to it. So I think it's really cool um, that you're, you know, branding, using that, you know, to your advantage. And that's just it, man. It's, it's all about the shot, the lighting and the system, um, you know, you guys created, which is really awesome. Most, most individual photographers, they do amazing things mm-hmm. that they just don't tell anybody about. We make sure that the client knows, and there's more to it. We are much more systemized in all of those right. things, but it's about conveying Well, they that. probably, yeah, then the, the, cl- the, the bride and groom, the family doesn't think someone's showing up with a camera and hitting a button, and then you're paying them, you know, for what do we pay? This guy hit a button, you know? Like, there's so much more that goes into it, and you let them know exactly what, you know, what, what's going on. Um, it's an oil company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, well, it's like what the flash. It's like it's more than just the flash and pretty lighting. It's just like, well, what does that mean? It's just yeah. like, well, if it's raining, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. Well, if it's raining, it means that we're going to get some insane shots where we can, like, freeze every little speckle of rain and it just looks insane. Sure. Like, yeah, what yeah. if it's, it's super what cool. if it's dark outside? It's pitch black and can't see anything. Now we can backlight it and light it from the front. And now you've got these beautiful moonlight mm-hmm. sessions. What if you're in a barn and the lighting, you know? Pardon my language just sucks. It's sucks. just horrible. You've sure. got um, some, like, to the naked eye, like, you walk into a lot of these barns, it's, you know, orange wood, mm-hmm. um, and it's, or kind of a colored wood, and if you don't know how to shoot that, all of a sudden, everyone's skin is orange, you know, it's it's not as pretty in pictures as it is in person, and that's where that lighting comes in. It's yeah. like, if you know how to work light, and it, yeah, it's in. magical, you can make it work in any sure. scenario. Do you guys ever have access to the venue beforehand to, like, practice ish like i'm i'm actually glad you or? asked it's one it's one of those we we love our relationships with our venues mm-hmm. um we have we're preferred vendors at what do you say 20, that's cool 25 venues that's 20 or 25 yeah, and that's, yeah something like that and mm-hmm. we have phenomenal relationships with them and we shoot at them constantly um Understood. so yes yeah, so um, and that's one of the it's another process that we're actually working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can actually get the floor plans from all of our venues so that our photographers know going in. This is where yeah. we generally put lighting for receptions, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we practice at venues all the time. Uh, we were actually at Finley Farmstead, phenomenal group of people. Cool. Um, they let us uh, take our team out there occasionally, and uh, we'll do some practice sessions. And we have, again, we have amazing couples. We have uh, brilliant relationships with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we had a couple... Um, I don't know if they want me using their name, but we'll just say, um, I'll, I won't say their names, but um, they were a phenomenal couple and we've already shot their wedding. They had an amazing experience and we'll just ask them like, Hey, do you want to come help us with the training session? We'll get you some free photos right. and help us out. And they'll come out for three hours and Hell yeah. uh, you know, they're very patient with our photographers cause they're just learning sure. or they're finalizing that final step before becoming a primary. And we rely on those venues to 
let us experience that space and mm-hmm. put our photographers through the ringer. Um, and so, yeah, we, we totally, mm-hmm. they, a lot of times they do have access. Um, sometimes it's just giving the venues a call and saying like, Hey, you know, we'd love to come by early. Our photographers, if they've never been to a venue, a lot of times we'll show up about an hour early, mm-hmm. even yeah. if we haven't asked them to, just because they want to get a feel and flow for the space. Oh, yeah. They get an idea of where they're going to hang the dress and, um, yeah, that, that's their smart yeah. too with the venue people yeah we're we're having a wedding well where you know that's like the first thing and then they show up and they're like man you guys don't have a photographer you gotta check these guys out exactly Boom. and it's honestly this business that we're in is it's honestly all about relationships oh yeah it's about building strong relationships with our team mm-hmm. strong relationships with our couples and strong relationships with the other wedding photography community from wedding planners and coordinators to the venues themselves mm. Um, to even just cake, you know, bakers yeah. and things like Everywhere. that. Anything, right. yeah. everything. And because we are, we really are a team in the fullest sense. Right, sure. exactly. Yeah, if one part is horrible, they're going to focus on that and you guys kind of get, not overlooked, but it's like the wedding was a disaster because the, the cake dropped or the baker sucked. I was going to say, have you ever, have you ever you been know. to a wedding where the cake fell over? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't, but I've heard, I've heard some, I'm pretty sure you guys may have some crazy stories hopefully not but nothing too embarrassing <laughs> sh- but i'm sure I people shot, have fallen and and uh, made yeah. an ass of themselves i shot a wedding three <laughs> about three years ago and it was uh i don't know who the cake maker was brilliant cake maker mm-hmm. um and it was during august is one of the hottest summers sure. we've oh, had Lord. in a long time and i remember we were just dripping wet but they built this like star wars cake and it, i think it was darth vader's head and it was brilliant. And by the end of the night, it was just flatted, melted, like oh, it just calmed down. That's yeah. almost like a like an ice cream cake. But sure. it was one of those. Uh, it's just you experience things like that. Like how do sure. you how do you, as a photographer or a filmmaker, you're kind of the therapist of the day. Oh yeah. Um, so that's you know you have that assertiveness, but like good people know how to. You guys should get a, uh, you guys should get like a psychologist or a therapist (laughs) on staff to bring, you know, we have a therapist here. If the the bride needs to come in for just a minute, chat, chat for 10 minutes where we got you. And you guys have a great, not only product, but your execution in the back end. And you waited seven months for your foot, you know, for your package. Mm -hmm. If it was the best package in the world, it still wouldn't have been that good because you waited seven months. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. You're already frustrated. You're walking into the room. You're like, Give it to me already. Mm-hmm. So not only do you have the best product you're presenting up front, it's also the back end of delivery, which is so smooth. So it's a yep. it's a it's a two headed, maybe three headed monster that you're providing, not just photography or filming. There's so much more to it. And that's what you guys are providing to your clients and customers. And well, yeah. and and giving more than you promise to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we we love doing that. We you know, it actually a lot of times doesn't take us fourteen days on the photos. Right. We you know, that you tell, we say 14 days, but then a lot of times they get them in seven to 10. Mm-hmm. And so it's like they're, they're, they're still pumped. on their honeymoon or they're just getting back and they're like, holy crap, I got my photos before I even got back from the honeymoon. Incredible. Like, you know, yeah. and so it's, it's providing, providing that customer experience that, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, and that, and the other thing about Mike Boone Studio that, that I'm really passionate about, I'm, I'm a value guy. I, I want to provide a really good high-end product mm-hmm. at a price point that really makes sense. And because of our volume, we, you know, we don't have to make a fortune on every single wedding. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we do a few more. So, uh, you know, you can get photo and video with Mike Moon Studio that looks very similar to what you pay with some of the boutique photographers for just photo. 
And so it's we're one of the best values in Atlanta, and mm. then we've got the systems dialed in, and there's a reason we've gotten to this point. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it. When I first checked out the site, just the video, I didn't have video made at my wedding, and I was like, man, I wish I had video. The pictures were very dark, like her editing style. My wife's like, oh, I wanted to redo them. I'm like, you can't redo the feeling you've had on a wedding day. You could just for our purposes, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the best choice. Um, and I wish, uh, we had known you guys. Todd is that actually way. the one that, uh, that brought video into the company. We cool. were, he, that's, that's how he actually Video's came awesome, man. Yeah. It's the new thing. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, as it, I honestly liked photo more in the right. beginning, sure. but I've kind of shifted. I, it's something about the way the video tells the story of the day mm-hmm. and the way it can take you back there. And I, I tell brides the story all the time. It's 100% true. In my living room, when I got married, it was 13 years ago. Video was different back then. Yeah. It wasn't the cinematic right. look that it wasn't you see 4K. Now as much. Yeah. Well, and you could, you could get something like that, but it was way more than I could have afforded back then. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but I have this picture that sits on my table in my, uh, you know, every every man has a chair in his house. Sure. You know, that's my, my spot, uh-huh. my table. Uh-huh. And next to it, I've got a picture, and it's my grandparents at our wedding, and they're dancing, and they were in their... They're mid-80s at the time. Yeah. I'd never seen them dance before. I just, and they're in focus. Everything around them is kind of blurred out. And I just cherish that photo because they're both gone now. Mm-hmm. I would kill to have that motion. Absolutely. Yeah, kill. Video gains so much value over time as, you know, sure. it just, it just takes agree. you back in a way that nothing else yeah. can. Yeah, it's, can, I, yeah, it's like brings it to life. Yeah, you know, and as Joel will say all the time to our couples, it's like photography's got that like immediate payoff. And the video increases in value over time. They both do. Yeah, but, I agree. Sure. But video is one of those you watch it, and because it's kind of like it, it's an investment into watching where pictures you can just see it quick. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that you'll watch it a couple times, and then you just kind of don't watch it for a while. But then someone in your family passes away, or you have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, it's just like, oh my god, yeah. this is so. Powerful. Anniversary comes around. Hey, yep. let's watch the wedding video and and yeah. eat a yep. you know large pizza and ice cream and you <laughs> yeah. know I like your slobs stuff. you know like, <laughs> I like your stuff that's uh that's that's that sounds awesome to yeah. me you know but, yeah no, that's incredible I really you know we appreciate you guys coming on yeah uh yeah. telling us your story and I really enjoyed it yeah not just from the thanks for our point us. of view mm-hmm. from the business Absolutely. point of view combining the two yeah there's a lot to like be learned are... a lot to be learned from any business that you guys aren't just like showing up with the creative side like there's always a business side behind it with managing people, what your brand, what your look is, what your service is, you know, just the system of Mike Moon Studio, the product. I think that's the really cool part because people just think, oh, it's a great photographer. That's awesome. But if they didn't show up on time and they didn't have a backup plan and they didn't deliver everything, like, I don't care how good the picture is. Yeah. It's useless. Right. I, you know, I just listening, I would, uh, I feel like, you know, just that the trust you guys, you know, you enjoy doing what you do. And uh, I feel that. That's everything. Yeah, you feel it. Well, thank you. Know. you. For sure, guys. But, thank uh, you. Appreciate you guys. Um, I'm going to put, obviously, um, you know, your information when we post this and things, but MikeMoonStudio.com, man. Check out their videos and things. Um, it's, uh, you know, they can make some magic for you guys. And anybody, you know, I always plug this in the end, anybody, you know, listening, anybody that has a story or a business or, you know, they even if they work for somebody else, they're passionate about what they do. You know, we love uh, bringing people on, connecting the community, building relationships. And, uh, you know, we just appreciate everybody that sure. watches or comes on, honestly. Thanks, guys. So sure. absolutely, we appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, it was great. It's a pleasure. Oh.